A very good morning to you. And now on RTHK, it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with Dr. Gabriel Choi Kin, President of the Hong Kong Medical Association. The following program is a personal view program. Good morning. As COVID-19 continues to rampage in Hong Kong and came back as a third wave with vengeance in July 2020, with infected number over 100 for 10 consecutive days, citizens grew tired and panicky. As of 5th of August this year, Hong Kong has 3,755 confirmed cases, 2,314 recoveries and 43 deaths. The first case in Hong Kong was identified at 23rd January 2020, five months, 25 days ago. Due to our experience with SARS, our diligence with masking, social distancing and hand washing, we came out of the first wave fairly intact. The second wave took place in late March, with 48 new cases on 20th of March 2020. This was attributed to residents returning to Hong Kong from Europe without compulsory testing. Things quieted down a bit after tighter control, till early July, when the third wave hit us. The experts attributed this to over 20 categories of exempted persons, numbering over 200,000 who arrived in Hong Kong without testing. Experts tied the source of infection to air crew members, seafarers and domestic helpers. In July this year, the health department opened up free deep throat saliva testing without the need to see a doctor, resulting in a further anxiety for the citizens as testified by the long queues outside the public clinics from 4am in the morning to compete for a saliva bottle. Public laboratory service, however, was stretched to the limit and the public laboratory was dealing with samples from July the 16th when I phoned in and asked them about my specimen on 30th of July, a delay of nearly two weeks in reporting. The Centre for Health Protection in their letters to doctors and on the media requested doctors to test only those with mild symptoms. The inconsistency in testing policy posed a dilemma for doctors. Indiscriminate testing or only those with symptoms a bit mild. Citizens working in construction sites, sanitation business and as security guards and who live in the neighbourhood of an infected person have been asked by their employers to produce a certificate of negative COVID-19 test result before they are allowed to return to work. If they do not want to wait to wait, they have to foot the bill of nearly $1,500 to have the test done in a private laboratory. More recently, mainland authority and Macau Immigration have requested that travellers from Hong Kong produce a valid COVID-19 negative test result within three days before travellers are allowed entry into their territory. My colleague in the Medical Association had suggested in a prior conference that the government provide a health coupon for citizens to support them to get themselves tested in the private sector if there is a time constraint. I further suggested that the coupon could be used to treat COVID-19-related illnesses such as anxiety, depression, panic attacks, social phobia, breathing difficulties, facial mask dermatitis, acne, and so on. Unfortunately, what we said in the press conference was twisted into an evil plan to enrich doctors through testing, which can result in billions of dollars of revenue from the government. However, 99.9% of doctors are not proprietor or share owners of private laboratory or on the board of directors of private hospitals. 
If testing were to be done, it is because of the need of the patients and doctors will not benefit from the testing fees. As pointed out earlier, there are other related illnesses and stress that need to be managed and the condition reassured. The health coupon would be helpful to those in these difficult times when many are out of a job. It is now settled that the government has invited mainland experts to help out with our epidemic. Up till yesterday, the medical, nursing and medical technology profession have no clue about what they will be doing in Hong Kong, what kind of experts they are, whether they will submit their curriculum vitae for registration to practice in Hong Kong, where they will work and what kind of work they will do. In the Medical Association press conference, the news of Vainian experts arriving had not been confirmed, and I commented that it may be chaotic when the local doctors and mainlanders had to work together because of difference in language and record-keeping. If the mainland experts are to be working by themselves and taking charge of the Asia World Expo makeshift hospital, this would be a possible solution. I made it clear in the press conference that I would not be using strong remarks to oppose the mainlanders working in Hong Kong to assist us. Already there is a report that mainland experts will be setting up universal testing of up to 200,000 tests a day with the aim of screening the whole population and finding out the occult carriers. Unless a curfew is posed to keep all those tested indoor to wait for the whole population screening is completed, it will be difficult to prevent reinfection. The last three days saw the number of infection daily dropping down to two figures, making the need for universal testing a valid question. However, if the test from mainland costs only $15 an examination, as some key opinion leader on the internet claim, and if it's open to the public, this will solve the problem of expensive testing for some of our citizens who need the test quick and cheap. Our local experts have located the source of the third wave to air crew and seafarers from overseas who were exempted from testing prior to the third wave. There were over 200,000 people coming into Hong Kong untested and brought on the third wave. The loophole is closed but there are still over 20 groups of people who are exempted from testing, and this may continue to pose a threat. Government seems reluctant to permanently close this gate. The creation of temporary hospital in Asia World Expo site and at Penny's Bay aim to relieve the congestion in public hospital. Public hospital do not have enough isolation beds and rooms for COVID-19 patients. The rationale of temporary hospital is to pull those with mild illness together on the assumption that they are already infected and it would not matter if they are grouped together. However, doctors are stressed and even infected. Uninfected patients have been brought to stay with the infected patients in the same room or in the temporary hospital. A redistribution of manpower has to be arranged. Doctors from a dirty team could not even get a hotel room to stay to rest themselves and avoid contaminating their own family. Private sector doctors have not been asked to share the work of the public service. With over 6,000 doctors with potential to contribute, when is the health authority going to tap this resource? I have confidence that Hong Kongers will pull through the stage of the epidemic. We need to be resilient and keep our masks on, our hands washed, social distancing kept, and remain at home with our family unless we are forced to go out. Government has to learn from mistake and balance the risk and the well-being of the citizens and make correction as soon as possible, such as banning lunch and breakfast in restaurants and forcing the labourers to eat on the street with their masks down and sitting side by side on the road. God bless Hong Kong.